Mobile WI update number 17. Ladies, you'll be pleased to know that Audrey Johnson's back home and that Vera, her personal bodyguard, has only moved in with her. They're setting up home together, isn't that lovely? Sadly, she was forced to leave the residential care home due to a troubling incident with the telly in the communal lounge. They were all sitting six feet apart, don't worry. They practice exemplary social distancing there. I suspect because most of the residents can't move, but still, exemplary social distancing. Anyway, according to the staff, there was a repeat of a Morecambe and Wise classic from 1976. You know the one where they make breakfast to the theme from the stripper? Well, we all know Audrey's mind isn't always in 2020. She's mostly back in 1973 when she was working at Poulton the Field's finest gentlemen's club. She only goes and does the full-blown strip. She was down to her crotchless knickers by the time Vera managed to sedate her. But the damage had been done. Two major coronaries, one fatal heart attack and a COPD attack. She just wasn't safe to have around the place. However, on the positive side, Vera and Audrey have got more in common than anyone could possibly have hoped for. They're both keen cross-stitchers, potholers, extreme ironers and all-in wrestlers. Also, Audrey's always had a bit of a fascination with tattoos. And Vera's have just proved are inspiring. And while the rest, as they say, is history. Audrey says Vera would like to join Mubbly WI, which is lovely. And she's already promised to give us a fascinating talk about her life as Miriam Margulies' stunt double and ninja master. Well, at least I think that's what she said. It is very difficult to tell what with that mask on and all. I've had my first pot of jam delivered for the competition, which was exciting. Although Celia Love... The whole point is for it to remain anonymous. Well done for sticking your raffle ticket on the jar, but you're not supposed to write your name on the ticket. Also, the jam is supposed to be homemade, not bought at Springit's with a handwritten label stuck over the top. You could at least have taken the Springit's label off first. Oh, and uh, by the way, blackcurrant and apple jam is not red, nor does it taste of raspberries, nor does it contain raspberries. So unfortunately, I'm afraid I've had to disqualify it. But keep hold of your ticket as I have a surprise raffle for all non-winning entries. Now, Judith Groby would like to know who's got her juicens catalogue. She needs to order some cement mix, uh, some foundation powder and some two before to repair her decking that got damaged in that storm last winter. She thinks now's a good time to crack on with the repairs, but she doesn't want to let her beauty regime slip either, which I think is a good thought. She said she would do it online, but her Charles is locked away in his den with a laptop. Apparently, he's Skyping Cedric Clutterbuck, still on the Grand Princess, bless him. And they're still stuck just outside San Francisco. Cedric says the mariachi band playing La Cucaracha while social distancing just doesn't have the same effect. Now, I'm afraid we've had to abandon the hula hooping competition, as we've had too many complaints. Perhaps it would have gone better if Nora had stipulated that all hula hooping should be done outside and not in your front rooms. Although I know glare can be a problem when filming outside. If anyone has some spare super glue, or at the very least, some super strong polygrip, then Eunice Rigsby would appreciate it. Poor love. She decimated a Capodimonte collection of pop stars from the 1960s. Diana Ross is now supremeless. 
She's got the Dave Clark 3, Cher's gone solo, and her Matt Monroe may well be beyond repair. Still, it should give her something to keep her occupied while isolating. Eunice, I said, think of it as a jigsaw puzzle in 3D, and we know how you love puzzles. That seemed to cheer her up no end. Delia has been busy again, God bless her. This time she's devised some amusing patterns for egg causes, resembling nursery rhyme characters. I must admit to first thinking that it was another batch of political leaders. Humpty Dumpty bore a remarkable resemblance to Alex Salmond. I mistook little Bo Peep for Nicola Sturgeon, and the old woman that lived in the shoe bore more than a passing resemblance to Theresa May. Oh, and do be careful of your choice of old ladies, as little Jack Horner bears an uncanny likeness to Jeremy Corbyn if he's done in grey. When collected together, I have to say, it did look more like the bar from Star Wars than a scene from Toy Town. But Delia did say that she was whipping through them at a pace in order to get them done before the Antiques Roadshow started, and that her tension may have slipped. Delia also apologises for the contamination in the last wool delivery. Keith had been shaving his back again, and just as Delia was finishing off sorting the packs out, her cat came flying through the cat flap with a trailing wind and, well, hair and wool went everywhere. Delia says just think of it as a cheap mohair, and particularly useful if you're knitting our famous Star Wars hot water bottle covers, most notably Chewbacca. That's all for today, ladies. Stay home and stay safe. (laughs) 